When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Muted. How was I muted? I don't know. How was I muted? I had a brilliant thought. A brilliant oh. monitor. I can hear you now. You can hear me now. Everyone else can hear me now. I have no idea how that was muted. They're all uh, saying no sound. <laughs> yeah. No sound. All all picture, no sound. Sure, that's fucking 90% of the way with this podcast, isn't it? That's such a bad what thing. What I was saying before, before you also rudely interrupted me by telling me there was no sound in in the comments. What I was saying was that it's a proper it's a proper uh, English football game, Villa versus Forest. I'm, I'm big Forest. Um, I've got a soft spot for Forest, I think, because they're they're. Uh, um, <laughs> is that the first profound thing I said? Says Darren Grady. Yes, probably <laughs> it was today. Anyway, because uh, today has been a day of chasing my tail. But uh, I was just saying that I I've always got a soft spot for Forest and Everton because they're just two games. They kind of I don't know why they're nostalgic games. Uh, I just always find that they're two proper English football games: Aston Villa versus Forest, Aston Villa versus Everton. They just feel like two games, teams full of tradition and heritage, and and and. Uh, it's just, yeah, they're, they're two games I kind of look forward to, but my soft spot will definitely disappear for Forrest at the weekend for 90 minutes when we play them because this is one big, huge game that we're, uh, that will hopefully get us on, get us firmly on the way to dining at Europe's top table in the Champions League. And, you know, you look at games that are on there tonight, you look at the Europa League, you look at the Conference Leagues, you know, teams that we will potentially draw in the next round. And uh, Europe is very, very nice to be in, and it's even nicer to be in the Champions League. So hopefully Villa can can uh, get uh, can get that far, and it starts on Saturday, really. 
JMTD says, I was very privileged to see the lads train today. Emery is so hands-on, ran more than the players, shouting so many orders and tactics. The guys invested in Aston Villa. We're lucky to have him, and we absolutely are lucky to have him for sure. For sure. What a great, what a, what a great comment to start the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. It was well, it wasn't as good as the one I said when I was when I was on mute, but you guys will never know how good that was. You guys will Nobody never will ever, ever know. Ever know. Yeah. Never know. I know, yeah. I know how good it was, and you guys trust yeah. me, right? You, yeah, you trust dog. me. Is, is the dog yeah. there listening to you? No, the dog isn't there. No, dog is gone. <laughs> Dog's on strike at the moment. Um Paddy, how are you feeling about the weekend? I am feeling okay about the weekend. I'm I'm very enthused after performance last weekend. It's it's made me uh Really look forward to this weekend. It's not going to be um, a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, we all know that we've got so many cup finals ahead. The most important thing we can do this weekend is go ahead. Once we go mm-hmm. ahead, we're not losing from from winning positions. That that I, we've we've lost one game from a winning position this season. That has to be the most important thing we do uh, this weekend. So we get ahead, we stay ahead, we win the game. Um, and on to the next one, and and that has to be the focus for everything we do for the next three months or whatever, <laughs> whatever it takes until we we finally cemented our, our place at the top table, and that would be absolutely magic. But uh, yeah, it won't be easy. Um, good, good to have um, the run of fixtures that we're on, but only good if we can get the result out of it. And and Paddy, you know we've it was it was last year. Last year, yes, it was last year we were over at the Forest game. Um, uh, and, and we got this, this corresponding fixture, actually, in Villa Park. And, you know, it was a game whereby it was in April and Villa were, oh, I, I think, you know, Villa were, I won't say they were lackluster, but um, it was a game whereby they needed something to happen. And if I remember rightly, Bertrand Traore, uh got going that day and he ended up scoring. I think he scored one and he, and he set one up that day and, and Villa went on to win. And I remember we were absolutely bouncing afterwards because we were, that was the, it was after that game when we really kind of believed or started to believe that, come here, Europe might be on here. Europe might really be on yeah. here. And then, uh, and then I think what do we have with Spurs and we were Brighton then in the following two games. I, if I'm, if memory doesn't, doesn't serve me incorrectly. And, uh, but that was the first time I think the whole Villa Park kind of, I remember coming out and I remember walking down w- walking down um uh towards the Aston Social and I remember people were like going, This could be happening, Villa could be back in Europe all of a sudden after being 14 last year. So, you know, I'm a bit tingly about this game at the weekend because it does hold good memories for me, as I said before. And uh, you know, like that again, win at the weekend and the pressure is on Manchester United and uh, and Spurs to follow us at this stage because we have the points in our hand. Yeah, points on the board is important. And um, once we don't get into the the, the realms of uh, games and hands, that kind of worries me. But uh, we have the points on the board. We have this run of fixtures, which I think is very important. If we can get the points on the board, c- coming up to the Spurs game, which is which is coming in like a steam train. Um, and if we if we if we can pick up six points in the next two games, I said nine points in the next three games before the last one. It just puts us in the box seat, um, mm. heading into which is which is going to be a tough run of games. We've got we got Spurs, then we got West Ham away. Regardless of how badly West Ham are doing, we haven't had the greatest of records there either. But we just got to focus on the game ahead, which is I'm 100 percent sure that's what uh, Unai Emery was doing on the on the 
on the training ground today was preparing for the onslaught that's going to come from Nottingham Forest and um, just basically sticking with the task in hand, knowing exactly what's ahead of you. Um, Forest not completely out of the trouble just yet. Um, they're four points off the relegation places, so they could do a points on the board. And they've got the looming threat of the potential um, points deduction, if if all is to be believed. So they, they need to get points on the board. They need to scrap and get themselves out of, out of that in case that does happen. Um, I don't envisage at this end of the season they will actually do that to anybody, but who knows? And they've they've been re- on a kind of an upturn, I suppose, since Nuno Espirito Santo has come in. I think it's three games won, one game drawn, and three games lost outside of cup games. That is, oh, that was our last connection to my camera. My camera was making noises there. You guys can still hear me. This this is just a fantastic. This has been an absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Um, oh, there I am. I'm back on again. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, my camera is making noises. So if I do drop out again. Um, you'll know why. But uh, since Nuno's come in, he's really kind of solidified them. And I know last year as well, when they had Steve Cooper, they went on runs, you know, during uh, at certain parts of the season where they'd win, you know, they'd, they'd win three and draw one and lose three like they've gone on now. Um, so I, I just don't know. But, but you know, obviously Nuno is a good manager. They've got some really good players. Like, you know, Callum Hudson-Odoi is, is playing really well recently. Uh, the striker, Awani up, Top is, is is really good. Those two holding midfielders, Danilo Dominguez, is really good. Their centre half, Murillo, is a centre half. I would be absolutely up for snapping up if there was some st- if there was some way Villa could do that and get him in there and move Kanza to. I know he's left footed and I know he's that left the left sided um, defender. But if there's some way that you could do that to fit him in, I just really like him. I think he's really good. And and like they're they're a nice team, you know. I didn't even mention Morgan Gibbs White there. They've got some really nice players. Um, so it's going to be interesting, as you said. Villa scoring first is going to be real, real pivotal, I think. And then the majority of home games we have between now and the end of the season, obviously, I think we can score first, and I think we will score first. I'm very confident about this weekend. But um, as I am in every game, but you know, obviously, cautious confidence uh, is is the aim of the day because uh, there's some nice players in that team and. They've gone through another goalkeeper, Paddy, because they've got Matt Sells in goals. Where we spoke about uh, um, the last guy, the the, the guys they signed from Benfica, whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. And then they have Matt Turner as well in goals. And when we we were talking about whether they were going to play that guy from Benfica, and he ended up having an absolute stormer against us the last day um, when they beat us. So uh, let's hope Matt Sells has uh, has a game like he did the weekend. And um and, and not a stormer against us because uh, I think Villa will come and they will come look to look to taking off our shots at the weekend. Uh, we've been taking more shots recently, and uh, well, that's I hope, something. Hope he, I hope he doesn't have the game that. that he had at the weekend because he had a clean sheet against West Ham. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he, he's definitely going to be in West there. West Ham were shocking. West Ham have been shocking for a few weeks. So I think they're saving themselves for for St Patrick's Day when Aston Villa rock up to to London for that game. But um, you mentioned the run they're on. They like they've it's but despite the fact that they got a win last weekend, they they lost to Newcastle, beat Bristol City on penalties, drew a Bournemouth, lost to Arsenal, drew a Bristol City, lost to Brentford, beat Blackpool in the FA Cup, um, on on a second leg as well or, yeah. or a replay, the, I should say. And then they beat, beat United, Man United and beat, beat Newcastle. That was that was the run they were on just after Christmas. 
So that that has got them clear of 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 relegation for now, but they have a nasty run of games. So they've got ourselves. They got Man United. They got Liverpool. They've got Brighton before they play Luton in, in on the 16th of March, which is going to be a huge, huge game. Um, so they, they, they have a horrible run of game as opposed to as opposed to the ones that we've headed into in the last few weeks. So fingers crossed we can get the three points and keep them firmly rooted at the bottom of the table and let them fight their own battle after this weekend. Yeah, I'm still here just in case. I'm still here, Paddy. <laughs> My camera keeps on disconnecting for whatever reason. So um just gonna try and mess around with it here and see if we can get something sorted. Um da, da, da. but yeah, Paddy, so talking about our own team, I suppose going back to going back to our own team, what what if any changes do you think we'll see for the weekend? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, I'm not sure I do see any changes at the weekend, to be honest. I, you know, got the win. Uh, arguably, it would have been a better win if we hadn't have had Moreno's game wrongly chalked off and we had been given a penalty in the second half. So you can't really argue with the fact that we were the much better team at the weekend um, probably deserved to win the game by more than 2-1. So does he change it? Probably not in my view. Yeah, uh, I, I'm more interested, I suppose, to see if there's anyone back, or like if there's anyone right back in contention again, you know, um, and I'm not saying our right back, but if there's anybody really back in contention again, <clears> like if, uh, if maybe, maybe, you know, Luca Dean, maybe, um, but apart from that, you know, I don't see him changing. I certainly don't see him changing the midfield too. It's going to be Louise and McGinn in there. Bailey is an automatic starter. Absolutely. Yes. And 100% should be there. Ramsey's definitely going to play because he's, he's coming back into form. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's outside of the first eleven. You know, it's 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 they're probably going to pick themselves. Like I don't th- I don't see him springing a a surprise and playing a Zaniolo anywhere. Or I don't yeah, see him springing a surprise and playing a team I think anywhere. Got a merit in the fact that he he played ninety three minutes uh, for Yuri Tielemans last weekend before yeah. taking him off. So <clears throat> while while people are are having their say on on his fitness, he lasted ninety three minutes. Whatever you make of the last twenty minutes. Some people have their opinion. Some people uh, love him. Some people hate him. He, he divides the fan base. Um, for me, if a man can stand there and split the defence like that, Bahas did for, for Ollie Watkins to score that second goal without breaking stride, without having to take a touch, isn't that what Ollie Watkins usually gets let down on his first touch? 
He didn't have to take one last weekend. I'd love to see many more balls like that through that channel. You don't often see the channel open that wide, in fairness. But, uh, you know, both players from, from the past to the finish was an exceptional goal. But he he is probably the one that divides, divides the fan base that, that is probably going to be a starter at the weekend. And for me, after after playing 93 minutes, after playing a, a decent enough game, I'd keep him in there. So would I. Um, absolutely, I, I would keep him in there as Your well. Your facial expression like, didn't say that. I was trying to stifle a yawn, Paddy. For <laughs> once, I was hoping my camera would go off at that stage because I was just going to do a big hippopotamus yawn. Um, and I was trying to stifle it there. But uh, yeah, I keep I keep him in there. But look, uh, I, I've no problem having a 70-minute player there. I've no problem having somebody at 60 minutes if the tank is drained. You bring somebody on. Like that, some people say that's a negative. I don't see that as a negative at all. If you can give a right good 60, 70 minutes, we should be making substitutions at that stage anyway. I think a lot of, especially with five substitutions, a lot of frivolity comes whereby, you know, I, I think the days of, of squad management from that point of view are gone. And look, look, or you, Unai Emery makes them based on lots of different uh, calculations, whether it's sports science or what it, what it is. <clears> but like, I, I don't I know a lot of fans will say no you should be able to play ninety minutes every game and you know you should want to I see nothing wrong with getting good getting a good sixty good seventy minutes out of a player and then bringing them off and um, because we have players that can come in there like Diaby can come in there for tired legs uh, Tim young Tim can come in there for tired legs move McGinn forward McGinn doesn't get tired we know that um so I think I think there's options there specifically and I think you can you can like. He'll probably end up playing 90 minutes again. I'm not saying that he can't, but if you do have somebody who needs to empty the tank, specifically at this end of the season, um, when legs are getting heavy, you know, that's absolutely fine by me. I don't see, I don't see any issue with it. The more I think about it, though, Paddy, the more I think he might actually start Luca Dean for this one. Um, and the reason that I'm saying that is because uh, I, I just think he'll probably be, I think we'd be, he'll try to be a small bit more expansive against this Forest team, because I think with the likes of Dominguez and um, Danilo in the middle of midfield, Morgan Gibbs-White coming back as well a small bit, and um, and like they do get some good work rate out of Callum Hudson and Adai and Elanga, I think they're going to stack that midfield like most teams have done when they've come to park, not, not so much park the bus, but Nuno was good at getting draws when he was with Wolves. I know he doesn't have the same clientele at... at uh, um, at, at Forest, and he's a bit more of, of an expansive uh, situation, or he has to play a bit more of expansive due to the players that he has there. Um, I think they're going to come and try and pack that midfield, and if they do that, I think we'll probably see Luca D, or we could see Luca Dean in there because Alex Moreno is yellow carded at the weekend or whatever, and he did come off for Luca Dean at one stage. But I just wonder, does I want to get Dean back into the team? But that, that's probably the only position I could see there being a change in at the weekend. Um, possibly. Possibly, um, if if nothing more, to give him more game minutes under the belt. Um, they, if you remember, back in November, broke up a, a, an eight-game winning run, which which it would have turned out to be, which would have been magic. Um, I'll never forget that day because I was hung over after a family wedding. Um, it was one of Steve Cooper's last games. They, they just came at us from the start. Um, completely different uh, beast under Nuno. Um, you know, really, really good coach, really, really well drilled. <clears throat> completely different style of play. It'll be interesting to see how how he lines up at the weekend. I, I still think we're going to have enough, no matter what he does. 
um, especially being at home being the mitigating factor. But let's not let's not count any chickens just yet, and uh, hopefully we can get the three points on the board. But as you say, yeah, Moreno pro- Moreno probably could step aside for for Luca Dean, but I think it's fairly limited to the decision. And and you know what? I'd love to see. I'd love to see the, the case where after 60 minutes we're training up where he can take off the likes of Ramsey, take off the likes of Moreno or Dean, whoever it is, just to bring something else in, to, to see Azaniolo in there, to see um, Hugh Morgan Kessler in there, Hayden. Kane Kessler-Hayden, uh, Tim Irugbunum, uh, Morgan Rogers, obviously. So let, let's see what happens at the weekend. And that's, you know what, I don't want to be getting too complacent talking like that, but that would be a nice place to be especially coming into, um, you know, in two weeks' time where we, we've got to play back-to-back European fixtures with with with, uh, with Spurs straddled in the middle of that. So it's going to be a tough a tough match regardless of how we look at it. So managing the the game minutes, if if we're getting an easy victory, which we, we would always hope for, um, would be magic. Uh, that you referenced that game where they beat us two nil in in November, and like it was really lopsided from our point of view. Like we had seventy four percent of the possession, we had three times the amount of passes they did. Their pass accuracy was like seventy one percent comparison to our ninety one percent. They caught us cold uh, in, in in two instances. You know, they had only three shots on target. Well, then again, so did we. But um, yeah, it was one of those games that you know. Villa did did enough on the balance of play to win it, but we just didn't, and we lost two 0 in Forest. But at the same time, even though we, we had all the lines share of possession, you come away from it afterwards and you go fair play to Forest for taking their goals because uh, we did fanny around with the ball for a bit in that game, you know. And uh, I suppose we did. It was one of those ones whereby we almost, you know, and this could be this could be thinking about it again over o- overly negatively or maybe overly positively, but. We almost nearly trusted the the. It was one. It was one. Of, it was during that period of games whereby if teams slowed it down against us, we couldn't up the pace again. And I think that was this game we were we had gone backwards too much. We were crossing the ball a small bit too much, and yeah. we just looked like we were like, okay, we believed something was going to happen, but we didn't have it. But it didn't happen, and then we were like, well, what do we do now? And I think we've evolved slightly from there, even though we've been through a bad patch. We've gotten back into playing through the middle again, like those goals at the weekend showed. Um, and uh, the game against against Sheffield United as well showed. If we're given, given a chance to play through the middle, we're a really dangerous team. If we can drag your midfielders forward like we did with Palina and that goal that you referenced, the, the goal was really made. Like if you go back even a couple of more passes to that, previously there was eight players, and I think in 13 passes, and uh, Ollie Watkins more or less uh, wins a ball out and goes and comes wide right, pulls a defender that way, and then Ollie Watkins runs straight past him. Then for the Tielemans pass, and that's what creates that massive gap in the middle. But also pulling the uh, Pau Torres moving forward and pulling Polino forward as well really opens mm-hmm. up that kind of that hole there. And and the players are smart enough to do that. And it does start with Pau Torres uh, at the back and and Ali Watkins' movement up top as well. So I'm hoping to see a ton of that at the weekend. I really, really am. Um, are we? I know it's only one game, Paddy. I know it's only one game, but obviously we look towards Torres and we say, yeah, look, listen, Paul Torres, real success for Aston Villa this season. He's passing. I've always been, I've always thought, listen, Clement Longley is absolutely grand. No problem. I've never had a problem. There's been very few games, if any, where I've turned around and said, yeah, Longley was shite today. 
Um, we're okay with that partnership, I think, aren't we? But yeah, I am. I'm just wondering you are. You're, you're looking. You're looking at. That's a big statement to make, but I, I, I think in a couple of years' time, when we look at Pau Torres, we, we could be, we could be talking about him as one of the greatest players ever to play for this club if he continues on the trajectory he is and if he can continue continue the work that he's doing to play the way he is you know we we, we could be talking about a, a, a real bargain paying for what we paid for the experience if if we can go and sign Clement Longley and have him in reserve at the end of this season I think it could be a really astute signing and um, we have the potential to go into next season with a hugely overpopulated centre half positions and all back on the pitch, which would be fantastic. And to be able to rotate them and go into whatever European competition, touch wood that we're in next season, um, would be absolutely brilliant. But I have no problem with Longley. Absolutely no problem. I have no problem when he came. Um, I think there's a little bit of recency bias with, with Longley. Uh, people watching what he did for Spurs as opposed to what he did for his previous clubs and for international level. So for me, I've absolutely no problem with it. I've enjoyed watching him playing football. When, when, I've, when I've stood behind the goal in Villa Park watching him play, there's a lot of stuff that goes under the radar for that, for that man. The talking is probably not as loud and as vocal as what we would have got from Tyrone Mings, but he's a leader on the pitch, 100% a leader on the pitch as is Pau Torres, and he's also the conductor of the orchestra. So it's it's great to watch what Pau Torres is doing. I have one white away short waiting to get back over to Villa Park to get it printed with Pau on the back. And I think that's one that I'll wear for many years to come because for me, this season has been absolutely impeccable from, from Pau Torres and a joy to watch from the guy who came in against Newcastle completely raw, and the fans were losing their shit because we'd lost um obviously Thanks. one of one of our, our greatest players um available to us. N- now we're looking at him going, how is Ming going to get back into this team? So long live Pau Torres, <laughs> long live the ability he has to pass the ball the way he is, because it's mm. absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And Josie asked a question here. Fellas, do you worry about the pace and physicality of Forrest's front, li- front line against our back four? Back four for me is brilliant, especially on the ball, but worry about Forrest's pace. Um, I think the counteraction to that is, and I know that you can never hold on to the ball 100% of the game and counterattack is how Forrest beat us the last time, but it will be possession-based football. It mm. will be. That's how you, like a team that has all the pace, and they, they can have all the pace they want up top, but if you own the ball, and you're dominant on the ball, and, and and that team spends more, and those players spend most of their time chasing you around, as opposed to chasing the ball down into into the alleys or whatever. You know, you can you can mitigate that. You can mitigate pace. The power and physicality, I think, of Awani is um, it it he's getting a lot better in the Premier League. I know his goal output and stuff like that isn't huge, but you know he's another one of these guys that is. You know, he's probably become a victim of the fact that football has gone to one up top. You know, if he was playing in a two up top, I think you'd see a way different striker. Um, well, bear in mind because, you're, talking about a, you're talking about a striker that, that scored 17 in 45 games. That's one in three. That's, that's true, that's yeah. A, that's that's true. a decent return at this level yeah. of the game. So, um, 
let, let, let's not belittle what he's doing, you know. No, um, and I wasn't, but I, I was just saying that like a lot of people will, you know, might have expected more from him, but you know, he's like he's six goals got this year already. You know, mm. but as I say, if he was playing up top in the two, I think I think people would be raving about him because he just has that that he like he's he's strong, he's good in the ball, he's uh he's somebody we definitely need to keep an eye on for sure. And he's he's not far off the ratio that, that Ollie Watkins has. Um Ollie Watkins is sixty one and hundred and fifty three, so it's, his is more than one and three. So yeah. um obviously something we need to be careful of. Yes, I agree. Uh, some decent pace there with Hudson Odoi and Alanga. Um, we've we've obviously got to be prepared for it. You could be right with the the more I think about it, you could be right with a Luca Dean performance this weekend just to have that little bit more defensive capabilities against those, those pacey wingers might be the way to go. Um, but yeah, they're probably the only change that I would consider at this stage. Scott Taggart asked, "Does Mings have a villa future?" I can't wait to see Treat back next year, Scott. That's all I'd say. Can't wait to see Oh, him. can you really imagine? Can't. <laughs> can't wait to see him in the middle of a back three with Kanza right side of him, Pau Torres the left side of him. Um, and then people ask, where's Diego Carlos? Well, you need to, somebody has to be on the bench. Like, but um, yeah, or maybe somebody has to be in Saudi. I've all, I've I said I, I'm I'm being facetious and I'm being I say that in jest, but uh I remember at the start of the season, I can't remember what podcast I was on, but somebody asked me who would be sold, who if, if any Villa player would be sold over the next 12 months, who would it be? And I said, I have just always seen Diego Carlos playing in the Saudi League. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, we'll see if that one comes true. But yes, Tyrone Mings does have a future for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, Anything else, Paddy, before we... No, 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 all good. Um I was supposed to be prepared to talk to you about a blue card, but I'm far too relaxed this evening to be given out about. I forgot card. to mention about a blue card. <laughs> um, but look, will we get it out of the way. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What? I've not to say in the matter. Countdown, countdown, sixty seconds. Right. Go. Uh, if if you, if you want a blue card in your life, uh, you will lose Paddy talking about football in your life, because we will talk about ten minutes of people rolling around on the ground while somebody is off sitting in a sin bin on the side of the pitch, while um, the PGMOL can't do what they're currently paid to do why in god's green earth would you want them 
to implement another card when they can't fucking implement what they have with everything they have at their disposal, they can't do it. So I didn't even last a minute. That's enough. Fuck your <laughs> fuck, fuck your blue card. Will someone chop that bit up of Paddy saying he didn't even last a minute there? That could come in handy. Um <laughs> blue card, yeah. For me, I think it's nonsense. Uh, as I say, it's uh all you need to do. Look, if the blue card is coming in for uh, abusing referees, all you need to do is mic referees up, have the audio there because there's gonna be he said, she said type of type of thing here as well. And it's just gonna be a nonsense and things are gonna be overturned. It's not going to work, I don't think. Also, the referee thing or the, the goalkeeper thing whereby you can choose to take him off and take off an outfield player and make a full-time substitution and then sub on another player up. Come here. Nonsense. Talk about overcomplicating it for me. fucking nonsense. Let's get everything else right first before we start worrying about these kind of things. Mike, Mike up the referees and retrospectively ban people for abusing them. That's the best way to do it because, and I know people would say, but you don't get the in-game benefit of it and stuff like that, but... It's just have a harsher ban and have it retrospective. If you want to get rid of the abuse of the referees, and uh, that's probably the best way for me to do it. That's for me. That's the best way to do it because it'll become too ambiguous otherwise. And and the referee and the goalkeeper thing. Love you too, Richard. When Richard. <laughs> um, right. I think we're going to leave it at that. Um, I have to go back in and make sure that the leak that was happening in my house isn't still leaking because my amateur plumbing skills were put to the test this evening and I think I've got it sorted. So we're going to leave it at that. We will be back with a team sheet tantrum and we will be back with a post-match on Saturday as well. So I hope you all join us for that. And in the meantime, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.